0: on this Friday you know uh, it just never stops with Biden (laughs) and Obama never goes away I mean that guy I'd like to see him go away but he's relatively I'm not going to say he's a sprint chicken but I mean what is he 61 years old he's not an old guy by any standard I mean if you're 20 years old you're probably thinking I'm nuts when I say that but when you start getting closer and closer to that age you'll start to realize it's not as old as you think it is like uh, when I when I was 20 I probably looked at Forty and fifty-year-olds is old, and then when I got into my thirties, I'm like, nah, it ain't too bad. And you know, fifties and sixties, you know, maybe getting closer to your seventies are old, and and then when you get up into your forties, you know, it just keeps pushing because uh, you, you know how you feel inside. You're, you're really not that old. The body's not as happy with you as it used to be, but you're you're not as old as uh, as all that. Uh, so he's he's sixty-one. He's young enough to be around for uh, uh, irritating us for a long time. Uh, a report came out on Wednesday that suggested that Mr. Barack Hussein Obama may be working to stab his good old buddy old pal uh, Sleepy Creepy in, uh, in the back. At least politically speaking. Uh, early the, Earlier this month there were some revelations that surfaced that Obama was having private meetings in D.C., um, to secretly rally Democratic congressional support to replace Joe Biden uh, atop the party's 2024 ticket. Uh, though he is publicly backed Biden for re-election, there's some stuff that's coming out. Politico's Jonathan Martin uh, reported that Obama recently hosted a number of meetings with younger Democrats that are in the House, uh, which were described as informal but lengthy in time and took place over supposedly cheese and crackers in Obama's Washington office. Obviously, it's not clear what was discussed there because we don't have privy to that information, uh, but it did, it did appear to be very low profile, uh, raising questions about why such a high-profile figure like Obama would be getting involved with. Um, according to RadarOnline.com, the meeting featured young Democratic congressional leaders and former uh, administration staff from the Obama D.C. office. It's, it's curious. Obama recognizes the gravity of the situation, and Joe has been an absolute disaster uh, in the office, and his poll numbers are reflecting that. Uh, he had, I guess Obama had hoped that Joe would have rallied and come into his own at this point, But clearly, I mean, he did come into his own. I mean, he's, I would say what you are seeing in America is what his vision of America is. So I I don't know if that's, you know, a good way to put it. But I guess he was hoping that he would be a little bit better at concealing what they're doing and had gained a little bit more support from people. But clearly that hasn't happened Uh, as 2024 is growing closer and closer. um I think that the Democratic Party's getting nervous. Uh, this is kind of, you know, going on behind the scenes. Uh, Obama's been a reliable supporter of Democrats his entire time there, uh, but you know he's he's uh, weary of Joe Biden. He always has been. Don't remember if you remember uh, before the presidency, uh, he had made a statement that don't under, don't underestimate Joe's ability to mess things up. You know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> shocker. Uh, and, and you know they had a lot of weird interactions too between the two of them. If you uh, paid attention to politics at all, you know Joe Biden would say things that were, I don't know, in any normal situation were racist as hell. I mean, even with Obama saying he's the first articulate and educated and clean black man he's ever run into. <laughs> I mean, I mean, damn, dude. I, I mean, hey, can it get any racist more racist than that? Hey, it's pretty bad. You got this old white liberal Democrat <laughs> telling you you're the first clean black person he's ever seen. To <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, Joe. What kind of people you hanging out with, man? Maybe it's the people you're hanging out with. Maybe it's not necessarily Brock. Maybe it's just that you're hanging out with some some low lives. I mean, look at your son. Yeah, wouldn't I wouldn't put it past you. Uh, I mean, it's just they've had a a very awkward and strange relationship, and it certainly wouldn't surprise me if Obama's over there trying to drum up support for a different candidate because he's got to know the same thing that we all know. Joe Biden is not doing well. It's not going to be easy, but he's not doing well. And there is a real fear starting to grow in the Democratic Party that they have pushed so hard in one direction that you have almost alienated yourself to only the extremists. And there's not enough of them for you to be able to pull off wins. In which case, you know, they're in they're in panic mode thinking there's a potential to lose the Senate, potential for the Republicans to, to retain the House, and a potential to lose the presidency, and now the table has completely turned and there is a supermajority. Of Republicans in there, and depending on who the president is, they're going to use that opportunity to do the best that they can and reverse most of what the Democrats have done. Donald Trump crumbled it once before. Their plans that Obama took them eight years to get them in place to push forward and putting in these new social policies and really setting up this transition into a new world, Donald Trump smashed it. In four years, and we all know in reality is it's probably only a couple of years because he was dealing with so much besides that, but he smashed it. If you have Donald Trump go back in there yeah, and he's got a super majority and the people know if he gets elected, people already know our feelings about everything. So the Republican Party, whether they want to play ball or not with the Democrats, know that they're going to have to do something to save face. Otherwise, they're going to be looking for a new job and on the breadline. So chances are he can do what he did before again. And then you just need a really strong leader to come in behind him and keep it moving in the right direction. And we'll live to play another day. Uh, Donald Trump, his top advisor, has provided an update regarding 45's presidential participation in the upcoming 2024 Republican primary debates. On Tuesday, in an interview uh, with The Hill, Jason Miller said at the moment, President Trump has indicated that he is unlikely to participate, at least in the first two debates, he said it really wouldn't make much sense for him to go and debate right now with a bunch of folks who are down three or four or five percent. Well, I mean, I agree with that, um, up to a point. You know, Desantis said something to the effect of, you know, it's it's owed to the people, and I do feel that way as well. I think that you should get out there and debate, but I do agree with him up to a point uh, that. He is secure in where he's at. So let all the people on the bottom fight it out, get themselves eliminated and drop out, uh, and then whatever is left over when the smoke clears, then Trump goes in for the kill. And then he goes in there and does what he's supposed to do and and challenges everybody. And uh, on, on all accounts, they should be pretty interesting debates. I think what everybody's keeping an eye on is obviously going to be him and Desantis. I don't think uh, I, I don't think there's too many other people there that America's that interested in seeing because those are your two candidates that have really, at this moment, in current polling data, we all know how good that can be, um, they look to be the only two that are real contenders for being the nominee to go up against potentially Sleepy Creepy. Uh, I mean, they may replace them. I told you my thoughts on that the, other, the yesterday. Um, I don't personally believe. I think they're too deep in. And they want to keep the status quo. So I think they'll just run him again. Because honestly, with that, probably one little piece that I left out is if you really want to piss your base off and the Radicals off, if Joe's not going to run again, who is the next natural slide up? It's Kamala. And they like Kamala even less than they like Joe. So the chances that they're going to push Joe aside to run Kamala, eh, not, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, that's my opinion on it. Everybody's going to have a different opinion. I've listened to, I listen to so many different hosts and I got to be honest with you, you know, each one of them has their own individual opinion. Some of them are on the same page with me and some of them are polar opposite. They think for sure, something's going to happen early next year. He's going to get sick. He's going to make a decision for health reasons, whatever it is, he's going to drop out of the race saying that he'll just finish out, you know, the remainder of their, his last year, Uh, and call it a day, and they'll be able to prop somebody else up because some people are feeling like somebody like a Gavin Newsom. It's like he's running a shadow campaign in the background, kind of waiting to see how this all pans out. Again, everybody has their own opinion. I don't think they're going to go that direction, but that's just me. Um, Anyways, uh, I do agree with Trump. Like I said, I don't think that he needs to argue with people that are one percenters. I mean, you're nowhere near the top. Uh, It would be his show. There's too many people. Let all of them kind of start kneecapping each other and fight it all out. We already know what Donald Trump is capable of. We've already seen him in action. We know what to expect. We know exactly what he'll do in the White House. Uh, 99% of what he did was beneficial to the country. Some of the stuff he did may not have been the best decisions, but you know it's uh, in his first term, it was kind of uh, on-job training. You know, he didn't have the experience that he has now, so I think that the mistakes that he had made previously, he will not repeat. Uh, so we, we know what he's capable of. We already know the trash talking that's going to go down. <laughs> we, we know there's going to be a lot of really good clips coming out of that because he's going to have his little punchlines that he's going to throw at people. It's going to be definitely entertaining to watch. Uh, so I think he should lay back. He's got a lot going on besides the fact that he's trying to go around and rally a little bit here and there. Um, he's got so many law- <laughs> legal problems right now. Oh, it's probably better for him to take a step back because you, you let a couple go by, and then after that, you're getting down to crunch time. That's It just keeps ramping up from there. So at that point, you, you jump in, you save your energy and reserve yourself for those moments. Uh, 2024 is shaken up to be very, very interesting. All right. Ray, you know, the the Chris Ray, I mean, everything he, Chris Ray's a, he's just a liar. I mean, if you've been watching and you've watched everything that he's talked about up to this point, um, this is one of my moments where I go, is there anything there that you didn't expect? Did, did you not expect all the answers that he gave or non-answers that he gave every democrat that goes in there never answers a question Uh, they just deny 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 or they just do not they refuse to answer and they try to change the direction of the conversation or just run the person's time out i mean that that is how it is every single time that's why i think that these hearings are an incredible waste of time the only reason that we find these somewhat interesting is because you're hearing finally, and you're seeing what you already knew, so it kind of gives you that, that feeling of justification of the way that you've been you know, going around and saying, he did this and he did that and whatnot. But, I mean, ultimately, what, what's going to come out of this? Is anything going to happen to Ray? Yeah, yeah, he he ain't, Nothing's going to happen to him. Is anything going to happen to the FBI? Are they going to get restructured? I mean, I love Jim Jordan's idea where he was talking about moving him to Bama. <laughs> That was great, <laughs> I mean, I, I, and actually, I kind of agree with him on that too. Believe it or not, I know it sounds crazy. Doesn't have to be Bama, but getting them out of D.C., getting them out of the swamp, it, it will it just to get them out of that environment and atmosphere. I think we we do a lot better. You know, they wouldn't be so political. They'd have an opportunity to detach from the politicians and do what they're actually supposed to be doing, which is catching some damn criminals. And I mean, real criminals. The FBI don't go after, you know, a, a local pickpocket. The FBI's used to anyways, used to go after serious criminals. Lately, they've been going after American citizens. They've been acting like brown shirts. You're going after parents at school board meetings. Or you're being used politically to, go, to attack uh, political opponents in this next election. It didn't used to be that way. But now we're raiding mar lago because it needed to be raided. Sure. Right. <laughs> because I mean, give me a break. You could have had two guys show up very politely and nicely when Trump was there and say, listen, this is the warrant. We're here to collect. Okay. We don't want to make a big spectacle. And And I guarantee you, Trump would have said, give me a moment. Let me have my lawyer come down here. He's going to want to be here for this. And they could have worked it out very nicely. But no. They chose a political side. They wanted to make a spectacle of the situation. They are politicized. That is what the FBI is. So they, I think there would be some benefit to move them outside of DC and get them out of the swamp so that they can act more independently from uh, Congress. Cause right now these politicians, they're in their pockets. I mean, this guy's got the nerve to say that he's not covering for the Biden family. I mean, give me a, give me a break. <laughs> he's, he, he actually had the audacity to say that he never attacked uh, a parents at the school board meetings. And it's so easily um, disproven what he said. It just, you could, this guy, it's so easy to prove that he's lying because in today's times, you know, you say something online, you know, like, like these audio. I don't know who's collecting my audio right now. I don't know who's piecing it out, using it somewhere. I, I I can't track everything down. What the what do I know? You recorded on your iPhone because you think something I said was funny. It's gonna be there forever. Years from now, somebody could come out with something that I said that I may or may not even remember that I said it because I say so much stuff every week. God knows. You know. <laughs> Let me hear it. I'll tell you. Yeah, hey, if it's my voice, yeah, I said it. Okay, and <laughs> but it's so easy to disprove people, to show that you're lying. For example. Here is Ray talking to Matt Gates about you're going after parents at school board meetings. I will say to you the same thing that I said to all 56 of our field offices as soon as I read the memo, which is that the FBI is not in the business of investigating or policing speech at school board meetings or anywhere else for that matter. and We're not going to start now. Mr. Friend, you ever been to a school board meeting? Yes, I have. FBI ever sent you to the parking lot of a school board meeting? Yes, they have. And in the parking lot of a school board meeting where the FBI sent you, you were taking down information regarding people's license plates. That's correct. Now, it wasn't the first time you'd been to a school board meeting, was it? No, I went on my own as a private citizen. As a parent? Yes. And so there you were. It must have been quite an interesting perspective. There you were taking down the information of people, parents, attending school board meetings on behest of the FBI, and you had been one of those parents at a school board meeting. How did that feel? Well, after I attended privately, my colleagues teased me that they were probably going to start investigating me. So easy, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't make these mistakes. You you have to know, especially, I mean, you're supposed to be the director of the FBI. I mean, you would think that you'd be smart enough to know, obviously, these people just testified against you not very long ago. I mean, what, a month ago or so? You uh, <laughs> Or two months? You would think... That you would know better than to make that kind of a statement, but these it just it just shows you what Christopher Ray is. Christopher Ray is exactly what you thought he was, what everybody knew he was, which is a liar. So you can't trust anything that he says. If he could sit there and boldface lie and say that when we have video audio evidence that says the complete opposite and proves that he is lying, there's nothing that that man can say that you should believe that that is why these hearings are a waste of time you're not getting any truth from this guy you're not what 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 new are you going to learn and i know that most people are there looking to hit him with a gotcha moment and kind of hoping to trip them up or get them to say something and they're working hard on it or just trying to get force them to answer a question that they want answered but at the end of the day He's a liar. He shouldn't even be in the FBI. He should, he should vacate his position and get the hell out. He has no right being there. So, I mean, you take what you want from it. Me, yeah, I, I don't spend a whole lot of time watching uh, these because I'm not going to hear anything that I don't already know. And all you're going to do is confirm what I already know. So you are wasting my time. And since they're not actually going to do anything, and you just have these hearings for everybody to put a good show on, what's the point? How, I mean, what what is going to happen to him? Nothing. You make, uh, we're, we're gonna make we're going to make some referrals. We're, we're going to refer uh, to Joe Biden's DOJ to look into this. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's going to do something. <laughs> I mean, what are you expecting to come out of this? Is is my question to you? You know, you, you have to be a realist at some point. At some point, you just have to say to yourself, oh, you know what? You know that big, big, fat, bald, big, fat, bald dummy on on the podcast there. He's right again, and they're not going to do anything. Big surprise. It's all for show. Oh, we got him up there, and we asked him the hard questions he refused to answer, but I'm telling you right now. Oh, yeah, okay. And what are you going to do about it? Well, you know, we're, we're referring things. Oh Yeah, what, what, what are you going to do about it? Well, once it's out of our hands, it's out of our hands. Okay. Congratulations. I am now dumber by wasting my life listening to what I already knew just to make myself feel better that, oh, I was right. Yeah. That's why I'm not. Uh, believe me, I don't not talk about things just because I'm scared to talk about them or, ooh, I don't want to touch that subject or anything of that nature. If I don't talk about something, it's because I truly believe it is a waste of my time. Christopher Ray, all this is a waste of time. I I brought it up to explain to you what a waste of time it is and try to convince you to focus your time on things that that are more important. You know, ESG is a real thing. That's something that still needs a lot of attention. You know, this whole trans movement, this, this Marxist queer theory needs a lot of attention. People need to better understand it. This new world order that they're trying to put in place needs your attention. The fact that the Fed right now is doing the best that they can to try to draw out this recession as long as they can before it truly hits and hits hard to make it appear, give you the illusion that the economy's not as bad as it can be to hopefully help Joe Biden in 2024. These are the things that we need to pay attention to because that's what's important. Christopher Ray, <laughs> what did you learn from him? What, what? Oh, where is he going? No, it's it's a waste of time. Believe me, I hope, I hope that as time goes on, uh, not that I've convinced you, but maybe showed you a different point of view that all of these hearings that they do, what has ever come from them? Go in history, go, down, go back in history, and go look and see what has ever come from any of them. What, what was the end results of all of these hearings? You're going to see 90% of the time, nothing. They may surprise us here and there. But for the most part, absolutely nothing. It's there, you listen to it, it pisses you off or it makes you happy, one or the other, and that's it. And then three months down the road, after it's all done and gone, you say to yourself one day, huh, I, w- I wonder whatever happened to that referral that they refer to the DOJ. And guess what? Guess when you're gonna hear about it? Uh, never. <laughs> that's the way these things go. It's just important that we stay focused on the things that are actually important. And, uh, you know, climate change, what a lie it is. I mean, you and taking the time to know what you're talking about. So that way, when you present the information to somebody who's maybe on the fence, you can give them some solid, factual information that will get them to think. And hopefully, they'll look into it for themselves and come to the same conclusion and say, oh, you were right. To me, those issues are more important. To me, it's more important to gain uh, more allies in this fight because we are in a fight for this country. So to me, that's more important than Christopher Ray. Anyways. All right. That wraps it up for the week. I hope you have enjoyed this entire week. If you have, you better go out and write a review. Or this big, fat, nasty's going to show up at your front door. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sounded good. It Sounded like tough talk. <laughs> Maybe it didn't. Who the hell knows? Anyways. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It's always great. <laughs> if you'd like to reach out to me, littlejoecc.com. You see, I entertain myself. I'm, I hope I'm entertaining you as much as I'm entertaining myself. Uh, beyond that, have a beautiful and blessed weekend, and we will do it again on the